Welcome to Fat Secrets, your audio companion to the Fat Secret app and website. Each episode, we'll be talking to experts in the field or people from our community to help unlock the secrets of effective weight management through good nutrition. My name is Ben Ryan, and I'm the product lead at Fat Secret. My job in the Fat Secret team is to learn about the challenges our users face when pursuing their weight goals, then communicate that back to our design and engineering teams so we can identify the best ways in which to help users reach their goals through the Fat Secret platform. You're listening to Episode 7. In this episode, we're speaking with Dave Radat, who has been a Fat Secret member since 2015 and lives in the US state of Wisconsin. A largely sedentary lifestyle and high sugar diet saw a gradual increase in his weight over his lifetime. As weight-related health issues began to surface, a chance conversation led Dave to an aha moment that saw him reverse the weight gain and improve his health. And it was all thanks to some unexpected inspirations. Let's share some secrets with Dave. Hello. Hi, Dave. Tell me or tell us a a little about yourself, like uh, who are you, what do you do, where are you from, those sorts of things. Well, I am a Lutheran pastor in uh, rural Wisconsin, a couple miles outside of Green Bay. I have uh, a wonderful family, a wonderful wife. I raise chickens and uh, happy to be here. Right. Um, what, um, what was it that brought you to being a pastor? Uh, I think I really wanted to study God's Word and what did it really say. And so that's mm-hmm. what kept me in college and at the seminary, but then once you figure out this is what it says and you want to share it with other people, yep. so okay. that's why I've been doing it for uh, 15 years now. Okay. And uh, chickens? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, it, it started off as <clears throat> my wife wanted to have our kids experience something like a rural life as well, and we mm-hmm. uh, incubated the eggs ourselves, and so we watched these chicks grow up. And yeah. then we had way more chickens than we needed. So then we experienced with the kids, you know, butchering chickens. And mm-hmm. now we've got uh, seven of them and they're providing us eggs. So it's a, probably the most expensive eggs I've ever bought, but uh, <laughs> they, they sure, are, sure are tasty. Right. Why are they the most expensive? Oh, just uh, all the all the other, uh, um, the cost of putting up a, a chicken coop, ah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, the food and all that stuff. You're like, well, this all this stuff adds up. The care and maintenance side. Yep. So if you've been a pastor for 15 years, you'd be uh, somewhere around 40? That's correct. Yeah, okay. And how would you describe what your environment, your living environment's like? Is it sort of rural, semi-rural? Yeah, <clears throat> it's a rural setting, and most of my work is, uh, you know, set, set entry, so I don't... Uh, move around quite a bit. Uh, I do have plenty of opportunities to be outside and uh, take our dog out for a walk and things like that. Yeah, okay. And what about access to, say, healthy eating and exercise? Like what, what is, what's your food supply like there? Oh, uh, it's not that, not that bad. Uh, we're maybe 10, 15 minutes away from uh, Costco and other grocery stores. So it's not, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say rural, but... Uh, it's not what you'd think of, you know, 30 miles, 40 miles away from civilization. Or anything yeah, like yeah, yeah, okay. So in, your, in, in terms of your history, what was it that brought you to Fat Secret? Um, how long have you been, been with us? Oh, great. My 
brother-in-law actually introduced me to Fat Secret back in 2015. He was a very, very much a big keto diet, uh, recording your macros, yeah. record all the things. And he liked all the, the data aspect of the weight loss. Uh, he yeah. lost an incredible amount of weight that way. And Fat Secret was something that he used that helped him to keep his numbers uh, on track. Right. Okay. And did you yourself have a weight issue or was it just you wanted to learn more about nutrition? Uh, yeah, it was a weight, itch, weight issue. Uh, I had tried to lose weight in 2015 and lost 30 pounds through Fat Secret. And then uh, it really started uh, back in October. I was uh, sitting around with uh, my mother-in-law and my wife, and they were just chit-chatting as as they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about the Margaret Thatcher diet, about uh, losing weight and, and how she ate uh, two eggs every meal, the 10 days before she became prime minister. And I, the thought just hit my head, what if my chickens could help me lose weight? And uh, <laughs> so I, uh, that, that really sparked it. I knew I had to lose weight. Uh, we had some heart issues and hospitalizations uh, due to that uh, yeah. in the previous years. And so I knew something had to happen, but this was just the spark that got things going in the right direction. Okay, so it was sort of being on the cusp of that conversation rather than a a specific life event that sort of pushed you into it? Correct, yeah. That was just something I needed to do and then I thought, well, what if I had two eggs every meal? Mm. And we'll see how that works. I lost 80 pounds in like 10 months. And uh, now I'm still struggling with the last 20, but that's all right. I'll I'll get there. Okay. So you're still in, I guess, a a weight loss mindset that's correct right okay and talk to me a little bit more about the like what does anything else go with the eggs or is it just purely eggs <laughs> oh that's a good question i thought I, I didn't want to mean it that way but the, the eggs is really kind of the foundation for me uh yeah. just because they are such a great appetite suppressant right um, i i enjoy eating them i uh I, of course, I eat lots of meats and cheeses as well. You can't be living from Wisconsin and not eat cheese. Uh, it's yeah. known for its dairy products. Right. Okay. So chickens are good for more than just therapy and life lessons. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Had you tried any other weight management systems or apps before you came to Fat Secret? Yeah. My wife and I, we did Weight Watchers for a while. And, right. Uh, okay. we, we lost, I think I lost 60 pounds with Weight Watchers. But the struggle for us with Weight Watchers was the monthly cost. And so yeah. uh, the, our weight loss programs have been ebbs and flows where, you know, we'll do great for six weeks and then all of a sudden something happens. And, and then when you're paying it by the month and you go, well, I, do I really need to go in this week? Uh, maybe not. And, mm. and then one week turns into two and turns into three, turns into a month. And then you're like, well, why am I paying for this? I'm not using it. Yeah. Uh, Fat Secret has been great in that uh, this is something we can – hop on and hop off depending you know life yeah whatever life throws at you you just keep right on going you have an awesome community as far as people supporting and encouraging you along the way okay so you you joined fat secret in 2015 correct yeah i joined in 2015 really used it exclusively in 2017 i i think i used it for like a month in 2015 so, right, okay um, it doesn't really I don't know if that really counts. You know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you were 
Uh, so you've been using it consistently for the last couple of years, or have you ta- uh, used it break? consistently 20, since uh, 2019, uh, October of 2019. Oh, I'm sorry, no, it's 2018. Right. Okay. So um, a bit over a, a year then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was your diet like before you came to Fat Secret? Has it has it actually changed since you started tracking what you're eating? Or? I really like the low carb, high fat uh, diet. As far as it has really changed. Uh, my eating habits, mm. you're not dependent on the clock for when you're going to have your meals. Mm. Uh, it has been great as far as energy levels. Your energy levels stay consistent. They don't fluctuate so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Before, with Weight Watchers, it was, you know, they had their system where uh, so many points you had per day, and it was kind of you're tricking yourself into uh, eating certain things or not eating other things. Mm-hmm. And what I really appreciated about the low-carb, high-fat is that there wasn't any trickery. I mean, you just you did just cut out all your sugar. Mm. You did just cut out all your breads, and uh, you didn't have any imitations. I understand some people do do like imitation things, uh, but I have found that has been better for me just to just cut it all out. Mm. Uh, By imitation just, things, you mean uh, like some uh, like a fake bread or something like that? Or? Yeah, right. yeah, right. I I've used like cauliflower rice, which is. I guess that it's an imitation, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I just am not, I'm not someone that says this is a regular part of my diet. I'll, I'll say, well, if I really want some rice, I'll do this. Or if I really want some bread, I'll do this, but I won't make it a, a staple of the diet. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. mostly, I, I eat the, the meats, the cheeses, the nuts, uh, the vegetables mm. and, uh, let it go at that. Right. Uh, what I really appreciate about the diet is, is how, uh, the the appetite where you're you're not really eating because you're hungry you're eating because you you uh, you're living to eat not or you're how should I say it you're eating to eating live, to live yeah. Not, yeah yeah before you had to worry about uh, timings or something like that yeah or just like I <laughs> when I was uh, pre diabetic my doctor had said you know right. you're you're on the path to type two diabetes and so you could tell like you I needed to eat at noon. Otherwise, you know, I would get the shakes or I needed to eat at five. Otherwise, things would happen where now it's like, well, I can eat now or if I'm busy or working on something, I can keep right on going one, two o'clock and then maybe I'll start thinking about eating. So I really appreciate the freedom this gives to be on the low carb, high fat diet Mm. where you you eat when you need to and you don't necessarily have to be a slave to the clock. Right, okay. Talk us through a little bit about what some of the what were some of the foods you had to give up to take on the um, the diet you're on and what, what are the sort of the core foods that you eat now? Uh, I had to give up a lot, you know, the Mountain Dews. I really liked the Mountain Dews and uh, the creamers and the coffee and the sugars and the coffee and yeah. things of that nature. That, those are things you had to give up. But the neat thing about when you're not eating sugar all the time is and you don't have the spikes in insulin throughout the day that you know i have found i don't know if other people have found this either but i don't really need to drink coffee in the morning Mm. to get going and moving like before i remember you know three mountain dews in order for me to get moving down and working and things of that nature feel like i'm alive type thing right uh whereas now it's i wake up in the morning i'm ready to go I drink the coffee just because I enjoy drinking coffee. Mm. Yeah. So you're, so you're taking are, on like a really high dose of sugar as a bit of a jolt to the system. <laughs> Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that, that's a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> right, away, right away. Right. Yeah. So, what was it like getting getting started on the new diet? How did you approach it? Was like a was a hard hard switch, or did you do it gradually? Uh, I did do it gradually. Uh, it was. I didn't record all the foods that I ate right away. Mm. At first, it was just uh, weighing myself every day, and just eating these certain foods, and that was it. Giving up the Mountain Dews. And the uh, the bagels and mm. and things of that nature, so that eventually a couple months in, then I started. Okay, well, how many calories am I eating? Yeah, and then it continued to progress with the, the weight loss. Like I mentioned, that ten months and eighty pounds in ten months. Mm. But it was it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, and it certainly can't be undone overnight either. Yeah, yeah. How? What were some of the challenges that you faced early on? Well, I don't know if you can say this in a podcast, but. Uh, just the whole idea that when you're on a low carb, high fat, you're not eating enough fiber. Yeah. And so you discovered uh, a month into it, like, oh, your your body is uh, stopped up and you're having constipation issues. Yeah. But uh, the nice thing about the Fat Secret it, um, app is that you had, I had talked about that on Fat Secret, which is kind of a private thing to say. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, hey guys, I'm constipated. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And uh, you have tons of people saying, hey, you should be taking magnesium. And so. Uh, that worked itself out uh, in more ways than one. Right, okay. So I guess that answers the other question, which was how did you overcome those, those challenges? Uh, was that the only one that you came up against? What, what about, um, say, resisting uh, temptations and those sorts of things with regards to food? I still, I still am struggling with resisting temptations. I think the other day it was, uh, was uh, said, hey, guys, I had four Pop-Tarts today. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you know, just that admitting that, this is this is going to set me back here a couple of days because now my body's out of ketosis. Yeah, and it was very refreshing and encouraging that people on Facebook said, "Yeah, I like pop darts too," or you know, I don't understand why you eat those pop darts. There's nothing good in them, and and all of that mm. uh, support and encouragement and words to say that let you know that you're not alone yeah. in these kinds of things. I take it you've must have had a sweet tooth for most most of your life. <laughs> With the mountain, the three mountain. Yeah, that's kind of a clue. But... <laughs> yeah. Is that fair? Like, that would be. Is... I, I I did enjoy them. I do know. I do. Uh, I still struggle a little bit about uh, you know when you're stressed out. Yeah. You, you want to eat something sweet. Yeah. Um, and the teas have been a good answer for me because then it's yeah I can drink water, but uh, just to have something different, a different sensation than than nothing or a different sensation than ice cream. Yeah. Okay. So that you drink quite a bit of tea then? Yeah, that's an evening I have evening teas that I drink and teas during the day that I drink as well. Okay. And I actually learned that from uh, Bill Pratt because Bill Pratt, oh, yeah. uh, Drakeless, yeah. he mentions, you know, the teas that he drinks. And I thought, well, I never thought of teas as dessert substitute, but it, it, it works. It gives you something a little bit different to sensation yeah. so that ties you over. And it's not as bland as water. Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. How long did it take you to start seeing the results? I think you said it was about 10 months so far or something to get to your target, but um, when did you start seeing an actual turnaround in your weight? I saw it right away, but uh, the family members, I started I started the day before uh, Halloween, Yeah. Um, which was, you know, nuts. It worked. But I guess the sweet tooth thing is coming out again. But... Uh, it was nice because then the kids got more candy as well because they didn't have to worry about dad tax. Right, yes. Um, yeah. taking, taking all the good candy away from them. But there was Christmas time was when uh, folks said, hey, Dave, you're really doing something. You know, what 
what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You seem to be losing quite a bit of weight. I don't know. I don't remember offhand how much I had lost at that point. You said that you were uh, in ketosis. Does that mean you're actually following a, a keto diet or is it a bit looser than that? Uh, it is a keto diet, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do keep a track of my macros and, and make sure my macros are on, on target. Okay. So, and what's the defining thing about keto from your perspective? Well, what's the, what's the makeup of it? So when, when you talk about monitoring your macros, what are the, what are the things you need to stay oh, on top of? You're, you're monitoring your protein and your fat uh, percentages and your carbs percentages. So I, I have uh, uh, it's a 25%. I, I've set up the percentages, and I don't even remember what they are. Right. Of course, that'd be important for podcasts such as this one. Anyway, people can look on my uh, fat secret uh, profile and see what they are. Yeah, it's not anything different. I not anything different than what you would go to like ruled dot me yeah. um, website and say what what should my macros be? It's not anything unique mm. uh, in that regard. Uh, what was that website? Ruled ruled dot me. Are you LED? Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, you said that your wife was uh, dieting with you when you were at Weight Watchers. Did that continue on with Fat Secret? Yeah, she's been doing it off and on. Uh, she's been, and most of it, she has not been recording the foods that she eats. She just uh, eats the same kinds of foods that I eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with uh, this diet, we just we didn't want to suffer our kids to it. So we really have two different menu plans at our house, one for myself and one for the kids. Right. And so she'll... Every once in a while, she'll uh, eat the same foods. And she really went along with me most of the way mm. and lost quite a bit of weight. But she's not quite as strict in the, in the low-carb, high-fat diet. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I hear about uh, people who follow keto is that, that trying to keep their carbs under control is uh, one of the biggest challenges. Is that something that you found? Or? Yeah, I would say so. It's just a, a different mindset. So you're, I, I grew up in an area where you have potatoes in it with every meal. Mm. And so for me to talk about, yeah, I'm on this low-carb, high-fat, you know, when people would say, hey, Pastor, what did you how'd you lose all this weight? And I said, well, I'm low carb, high fat. And they say, what does that mean? I said, well, it means you can eat your eggs and your bacon and your meats and your vet and some of your vegetables, but no potatoes. Oh, can't eat the potatoes. You know, I can't, you know, live without my baked potatoes and mm. French fries. Mm. That was something that I've had to do with without, but it's not, hasn't been too much of a struggle to not eat potatoes. The breads and the bagels, that's, a, that was kind of a struggle for me, but, uh, it is what it is. You make a, a lifestyle change and you see the results and you can eat some, some foods that you wouldn't normally eat before, such mm-hmm. as you know more bacon than you would normally eat or more eggs than you would normally eat too. Yeah. Do you think that this diet is um, sustainable over the longer term? I believe so. I know, um, like I said, I struggle with the uh, four Pop-Tarts every once in a while, mm-hmm. but the health benefits are something we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. But I really, my numbers as far as cholesterol have dropped significantly. My blood pressure has dropped uh, significantly. So a lot of times when I'm going, man, I would really want that Pop-Tart. I really want that uh, ice cream. You go, you know, your keto diet really helps your blood pressure and and uh, your cholesterol numbers as well. Mm. So that's another curb that kind of keeps you on the road. You mentioned before about needing to take magnesium um, to offset some of the side effects. What are some of the other uh, adjustments in that in that area that you've had to sort of learn along the way? That's the major one. Yeah, I don't have. I I take my multivitamins 
as well. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the big one that um, that I found was a big obstacle to overcome. And that's the big solution that, that uh, has worked for me. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to sort of sounds like the resisting the urge to sort of get in back into the carbs is um, requires a bit of uh, discipline. Is that would that be accurate? Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I, I guess every diet requires some sort of discipline. Otherwise, we'd all be losing weight yeah uh, yeah exactly i, I think a, a, a regular criticism that um sort of bobs up around uh, following a, a diet per se is that it's predominantly around denial of things that people enjoy rather than sort of focusing on um sort of eating the things that are beneficial or or, or doubling down on the things that are beneficial and allowing yourself a treat from time to time is that is that something that uh, you would agree with or you sort of prefer to go the road of um, being more more strict about what you eat. I guess I don't hold any ill will towards someone who says, I, I'd like to take treats from time to time. Mm. I have noticed myself just saying, okay, there are times in this diet where, for example, let's just use the four Pop-Tarts, for yeah. example. You eat the four Pop-Tarts and you fill up. The four Pop-Tarts only started with one, you know, yeah. which is one. And you go, well, I'm just going to, as long as I'm off the wagon, I'll eat two. Yeah. Eat, you know, as long as the I'm going to eat a third one, and then I'm back on. Yeah. And I can see. And then it's like there's the, one left in the box, so I may as well. There's one left in the box yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only quitters don't eat the, the, all the Pop-Tarts that you've got right in front of you. Or, yeah. Or only quitters only eat one out of two. That, um, <laughs> How often would you I, say those sorts of slippages happen for you? I think it's all in the, in the mindset of like it can't just be an isolated incident. A lot of times when I would – stray from the low carb high fat diet would be when there are other stressors mm-hmm. in your life so those are things where you're just like I, I can't handle this uh or this is something i mistakenly going to food to help make yourself feel better mm-hmm. instead of other options that you have available i don't hold any ill will toward anyone who says you know cheat every once in a while just to keep yourself sane and uh i for myself the whole advantages of being on the low carb high fat diet is what really kind of keeps me on the road yeah and so when i stray i go this is the reason why i need to be back on this because uh this is good for my my blood pressure this is good for my cholesterol Mm. numbers and this is good for my energy levels that sort of thing okay sounds like your main strategy for dealing with any kind of um straying from your diet is to just remind yourself of what the benefits are um bang on it right yeah and distractions aren't a, a bad thing either you say okay i really want to eat this let's drink uh let's drink 20 ounces of water and in 20 minutes if you still really want it then we'll have this conversation again yeah kind of right okay yeah. what does a typical daylight look like for you uh if one exists um i don't really have breakfast in the morning i just have coffee mm-hmm. with uh my two tablespoons of butter I used to have the uh, coconut oil in it, but now it's just the two tablespoons of butter just to keep the calorie count low. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy that with the breakfast with the family. We sit around. The breakfast is the only meal our whole family is together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of odd. Uh, other families have supper together or maybe not even that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in our family, it's uh, breakfast. It's a time when we're all together. So uh, we do that and go off to work. And then sometime during the day I have lunch, and so that's why it's so nice when a low-carb, high-fat diet, you can say, well, I'm going to eat at noon or I'm going to eat at 1 or I'm going to eat at 11. And then 
uh, evening meals is, is basically picking something up because I'm going to some meeting somewhere or doing a Bible class or, or something of that nature. Yeah. Do you have a any go-tos as far as lunch or evening meals are concerned? Uh, the go-to meals, usually eggs, yeah. It's still, eggs are still kind of there. If I want something that uh, will uh, fill me up and, and tide me over, the hard-boiled eggs, I just grab two hard-boiled eggs pop those in and you're done yep. you're ready to go those are the the go-to for me mm-hmm. i can't remember if you answered this before but do you have anything else with the eggs nope no just the, just uh, the eggs just the eggs yeah those chickens are earning their keep aren't they <laughs> yeah they <laughs> sure are eating there they're <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any challenges um, now when it comes to managing your weight goal? I think just the challenges now is just to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the the discipline is back. The what I like about the fat secret is just the the ability that you get back onto things. Like you, you recognize that you're in this for the long haul. You're the results are never going to make any kind of TV commercial. I lost a hundred pounds in a year. Mm. Um, you'll lose a hundred pounds, but it'll be on a on your schedule rather than on a timeline mm-hmm. and life happens. So you'll have interruptions here or there. You'll have weaknesses here or there. You'll have failures here or there. But the most important thing is just to keep right on going and get up in the morning and log in your weight and, and uh, see how everybody else is doing, encouraging them on Fat Secret, keep them going. Yeah. Uh, we, we work together as a community to because we're all kind of in this together. We're all looking for the same goal for our, our health, for our bodies. Yeah. Uh, do you find a key component is the social support for fat secret yeah i think so yeah and, um, and there's like the giving and receiving is kind of part of that as well yeah, yeah right do you do you do any sort of forward planning or preparation when it comes to meals i guess if all you're eating is is eggs you just have to make sure they're cooked first <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> my wife and i we uh hard-boiled a bunch of eggs because she does that too she takes them for work yeah um and has them um, we don't have that every meal. Every meal is not eggs, but that's the go-to. You asked the question about right, what are yeah, the yeah. go-to foods. That's the go-to thing. Um, cheese is the other go-to thing, although for me, I'm going to have to cut back on the cheese just because of the high calorie count. But it's right. just so convenient just to go in the refrigerator and you got a big block of cheese in there and just cut off a slice. Yeah, don't really need to do much in the way of um, advanced prep. So on the times or the meals when you're um, not eating eggs or cheese, is there any sort of regular pattern there or do you just eat or, or, or come up with what you're going to eat uh, on the spot? Yeah, I know some people have done that where they've got a schedule and I really admire that because then uh, it does take a lot of the uh, temptations out because you know this is what I'm going to eat for the day. These are the calories I'm going to eat, so there's no wrestling during the day because you've got a plan. Yeah. So I really appreciate that, uh, but I don't have a plan. Right. <laughs> uh, you just go where the day leads you? Yeah. And what role do things like exercise, meditation, or relaxation play in uh, what you're doing? When I lost uh, 80 pounds in 10 months, it, the uh, I didn't do any sort of exercise. Uh, we do have, my wife and I have the Fitbits, and so we keep track of our steps that we have during the day yeah but uh, we haven't been as regular in the exercise department as others are yeah that's always something that we could add um if we'd like but at this time we don't exercise yeah okay uh well most of most of weight loss comes from diet anyway right calories in calories out yeah and what about on the meditation and relaxation side i thought this probably that plays a role in your world 
Yeah, it does play a, wor- a role in my world. Uh, of prayer and devotional life is an important thing. Mm. Um, I didn't want to take over your podcast because this is mostly about food and diving, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's pivotal. Your relationship with God yeah. um, and uh, communicating with Him and having Him communicate with you in His Word—that's um, pivotal. Yeah. All right. Oh, the reason I was asking about meditation uh, in particular is that uh, for some people, having focus on mindset and sort of clearing away. Uh, their stress is um, an important part of sort of taking away the the triggers for for eating. I would agree. Yeah, okay. Um, Just going to your, you lost 80 pounds in 10 months, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you set out with an an initial goal weight that you wanted to be or or did you just run with it and see what came off? Yeah, that was uh, with the low-carb, high-fat. It was just, well, let's let's just start losing the weight. And then, you know, three, four months later, it was, wow, I lost a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I can hit 80. Right. And then it was, oh, maybe I can hit, you know, then when I hit 80, I was like, oh, I can maybe, maybe 100 is attainable now. Yeah. And a lot of the, I know when I lost to 60 pounds back uh, when we were on Weight Watchers, that seemed like such a uh, huge number to lose. And before I started the low-carb, high-fat, it seemed like this was going to be 60 pounds were just so far beyond, like it's impossible goal to reach. So low carb, high fat has really, and the keto diet has really been something to make something that, that goal much more attainable. And a lot of that, I know you mentioned the part about uh, denying your, yeah. yourself foods and things of that nature. I, I really appreciated the low carb, high uh, fat diet as opposed to Weight Watchers is because you weren't tricking yourself. You were eating You were eating these foods. You knew that these foods would keep you going. They would give you the energy that you would need. You wouldn't be hungry mm-hmm. uh, two hours later. The appetite, the loss of appetite has really been uh, a pivotal thing for me as far as uh, not wanting to eat food and not thinking about food. Mm-hmm. Mentioned a few times now that with Weight Watchers, there was uh, an element of tricking yourself. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Um, just the, it was just the mindset. Well, you had, this is so many points and this is, uh, I don't exactly remember the point system and it. I think it may have, the system may have revamped somehow, somewhat, mm. but it's a, along the lines of you can eat the foods that you enjoy and still lose weight. So you're eating something that's somewhat chocolatey, mm. but it's not the chocolate that you remember, or it's not as much chocolate as you remember. For me, I guess it, I'm bringing up the sweet things again. But for me, just the idea of just not eating chocolate mm. uh, and getting over that, getting over that struggle of I'm just not going to eat tro- chocolate. When my kids are eating ice cream, I'm just going to sit there and watch them eat it. And and I know how much that how good that ice cream tastes. I can just see it and say, I know how good that tastes. I don't need to have any of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and And to see the look of enjoyment on their faces rather than uh, on mine. Right, uh, yeah. is so much more fulfilling. Doesn't come with the guilt afterwards either. Yeah, exactly. Right, or or the ten pounds of water weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, you've got about, uh, I think you said ten pounds to go. Twenty pounds. Twenty pounds. Um, are you just going to keep going with the same plan, or do you think that you need to make adjustments to get there? Or yeah, I think for me the low carb, high fat the system works. It's just whether I'm going to. St- Stay on the system and keep at it. Yeah, that's the part that for me, it, that's the willpower, the discipline. I have the discipline. I have the willpower. I know I've been able to do it. I know I can do it. It's just doing it. You talked before about um, disruptions or interruptions in in your diet. 
um, like say Halloween, for example, bobbing up and having to deal with that. How do you go about dealing with those sorts of uh, either life events or holidays, those sorts of things that come up in your calendar? Um, Do you uh, plan ahead for it and deal with it that way or do you, I guess, pay pay your penance afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Both. so all of those things right. uh, um, it, it's been hit or miss so I don't really have I wish I could have some a tip for your listeners and say this is the thing you need to do yeah. a, a lot of times and I've seen some people just budget and say okay I know Christmas is coming up and I'm just this is what I'm going to do this is the plan are the, and there are times myself when uh I don't have a plan. This is just a spur of the moment. Make a mistake made four pop tarts later. I could realize, mm. okay, I got to get back on this. Mm. Um, so I don't have any words of advice just then. Just get back, weigh yourself again, mm. uh, you know, face the music. You have a community on Fat Secret that'll be like, okay, you're back. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, good to see you. Uh, let's let's do this type yeah. of thing. So it sounds like um, your approach is not necessarily to try and uh, say modify your food intakes before or afterwards, but just to actually reset your reset your brain, I suppose, for one of a better phrase. Yeah. Carry on from where you were before. Yeah. Yep. And get back on it. Okay. Uh, I guess a, when you make a like a four pop tart slip, um, what? What kind of impact does that really make to your to your weight? Does it have an impact, or is it um, just a blip? Uh, it does have an impact because if mm-hmm. you're in ketosis, then your body starts uh, retaining water. So then you gain, you know, can be up to ten pounds of just water weight yep. in a day or so. So that that has an almost immediate impact. There's also it just seems like uh, for me, if I'm having sugar the next day, I have a I call it sugar brain, where it just my brain just is not as clear as it was the day before. Yeah, and that's a reminder. You know, those pop tarts weren't that good. Stomach, uh, intestinal issues too, too as well. When you have uh, days when you when you have sugar, when your body isn't used to it. When it comes to maintaining um, a healthy weight through diet, what is your biggest weakness or temptation? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know the answer to that one. <laughs> Any, anything with right. sugar, right? Anything with sugar, yeah, that right. would be the answer. Okay. Uh, and if there was a food you could eat without consequences, what would it be? I don't I don't really know. It would probably be too many to list. Right. I, I don't really have a, a food that I – I don't – there's not a food that I think about. Mm. It's more of a how, – how do you say it? Emotional eating where you say, yeah. okay, at this point I want something sweet. I don't care what it is as long as it's sweet. Right, um, yeah. That kind of thing. Had you ever looked at going to fruit, for example, which have like their own natural sweetness rather than like the artificial sweetness of high sugar? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I have tried the artificial sweeteners as well, and mm-hmm. I just have found once you're on the the when you have said no to sugar for so long, you have something that's somewhat close to sh- sugar, like stevia yeah. or some other natural sugars that. It, at, my body treats it as if sugar, so I have the you know the sugar spike, the the uh, energy low, the cravings mm-hmm. two hours later. So for me, I, I just I think I was looking over my journal on Fat Secret, and that was one of the things where I noticed it was nice because I could look back and say, oh, I had these, I tried these what they call low carb high fat, had these things called like fat bombs. Um, so it's lots of fat, but it's got a little bit of sweetness in there, it's sugar or something that. Not sugar, but uh, uh, sugar substitute. Mm-hmm. Put that in the freezer, and, and I was like, I was going to make a whole week's worth of those. And of course, they didn't last a whole week; they lasted mm-hmm. a day. And uh, 
and then I lost. Then I could see that after then there was a struggle for me yeah. uh, to get back on on track. So for me, the sugar substitutes or the the natural sugars are just not something I can have just because it uh, it just off, offsets with the the the, the energy level going mm-hmm. low. Mm-hmm. The two hour two hours later, you have the cravings. So it has uh, has the same energy. impact as a, as a high jolt of sugar. Yes. Right. Okay. You just mentioned your journal before. How important has journaling been as part of this journey? Uh, it has been very important. I I don't usually I don't journal for other people to read. Yeah. I do know people. Other people read it. Yeah. And and that, but I do it for myself. Yeah. You know, this, these are my conversations with myself. This is what's going through my head. Or I do I do feel it feel view it as sharing with the world but not necessarily trying to inspire the world yeah if that makes a difference a different mindset for myself i'm not trying to inspire anybody mm-hmm. i'm just saying this is what's going on yeah um and that was a gradual process because you know which guy is going to open up and say i just ate four pop tarts and blast that to a bunch of people that he doesn't even know yeah um, that's not something that i would normally do but it has been so encouraging for myself to have people say yeah you know get right back at it and mm-hmm. um you made a mistake uh you know move forward or someone saying i i really like pop tarts too or someone mm-hmm. <laughs> reminding you oh these, you know remember there's nothing good in those pop tarts yeah, no, yeah no nutritional value whatsoever yeah that, you might as well have eaten the box me. and smeared some sugar on it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. If I'm someone who's just come to Fat Secret and I don't really know where to start, what would you recommend I do as my first step? Um, there are, that's a good question. I would say the challenges, like the weekly challenges for weighing in every day would be a nice a nice thing for them to start. And only struggle with that is that a lot of times you you have to log in on a computer yeah. uh, to weigh in for the challenges. And if you're just using the app, yeah. you, you don't, you're not able to do that. Um, but that would be something where you just getting yourself, reminding yourself, yeah, I got to weigh every day. Yes, I have to. Uh, did I do this today? Did I exercise today? Uh, those kinds of things. If you like to check off lists, mm-hmm. those challenges are a good step for you to say, okay, I did this and I did this and I did, did that. Mm-hmm. And also to track yourself and say, oh, did I do this this week? Did I not do this this week? Yeah. Uh, even if you weren't participating in community challenges, having a like a list of things that you need to do each day or week that that's probably doing something similar yeah? mm-hmm. if my goal was to lose weight um are there any words of advice that you would give uh i think you they should try the low carb high fat it's it's a process and sometimes the macros aspect is kind of scary yeah but just the idea if you go through a list and say these are the foods you can eat and these are the foods you can't eat and just try that for a week mm. and and see how that goes. Because a, a lot of things, the discovery of how your body responds to sugar or responds to carbs mm. versus what your how your body res- responds without those things is, is, I think, an important thing. And then you realize, oh, I didn't realize just how cloudy my, my thinking was or mm. I didn't realize just how tired I was in the morning. Mm-hmm. And how now I have I've got I wake up in the morning and I'm ready to go. Yeah, that's my advice. Okay. Uh, lastly, uh, on to some resources. So, uh, are there any 
books, podcasts, TED Talks or uh, websites other than uh, Rural.me um, that you would recommend? Um, Rural.me was the one I started. Uh, the other one that uh, I found extremely helpful was uh, Verta Health. So it's vertahealth.com mm-hmm. as a, a comprehensive list of uh, foods, what to eat, a frequently asked question about ketos, practical tips. Uh, that was one that I really appreciated. Um, Bill Pratt's website is a good one, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Uh, what about TED Talks or books or anything like that? I didn't really read any books, do any TED Talks. I had just all my information was Google searching. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Dave, for your time and for sharing your fat secret journey with us. You're, you're welcome, Ben, and thank you for this opportunity. It was kind of, it was nice to talk it through, and uh, hopefully, it, it's it'll be helpful to someone thinking about fat secrets. And that's my that's really my goal, and also just to really kind of share in our community how good this this uh, app is. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Um, we'll see you on the internet. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. Bye. Yep. Bye. You've been listening to Fat Secrets. We'd like to remind listeners that the diet that works for some may not be advisable for others, and we recommend always seeking medical advice when introducing changes to your diet or exercise routines. If you enjoyed this episode, please help share the secrets of weight loss by leaving us a review or telling a friend, or 10, via the share feature in your podcast app of choice. I'm your host, Ben Ryan. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another interview that unlocks more of the secrets of weight management.